Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then blue bump. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Join us on The Wet Coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, monogamish and open relationships, from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us, and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your average couple's explanabrag podcast, though we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures in open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach. Come get wet with us on the wet coast. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hi. (laughs) This is Angela. And this is still Bradford. Yes, and you have found us here again on By the By. Welcome back. Yes, we've missed you. You look confused. (laughs) (laughs) i'm confused how i miss my listeners i miss my listeners but how yeah how did i do that yeah i'm tired that's okay okay so we're going to oh first we should talk about upcoming events oh my god you know i realized today an event that we have neglected to tell people about which is your birthday yes we keep forgetting to tell people about your birthday party uh which if you're listening to this on the day it comes out it's tomorrow Yep. Uh, Angela's birthday is tomorrow, mm-hmm. and she's having a uh, gangbang at uh, our secret spot yeah. in celebration of turning forty. The yes. big four zero. Uh, so she's having a I'm big. I'm happy about it. A big four zero 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 party. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you are in Sydney and have nothing to do tomorrow night, come on down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Apparently, as, you can have sex with a celebrity, according to Red Hot Pie, and they're <laughs> and they're listing for it, which I think is adorable. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're uh, if you're a single male, there are rules and procedures to follow. It's all on the website. But you can come. Yes, you can come. And, and if you're a couple or a single female, by all means, come along. Yeah. It's not just me who gets to enjoy and participate. I'm happy. I'm happy to share the love. It's all oh, about sharing. So sweet. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, uh, it'll be a fun night. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. I, I'm excited because I don't feel like there's any pressure on me at all. It's kind <laughs> of awesome. Uh, I just get to sort of tap in and tap out people. Uh-huh. All right, you out.
you in. Just make sure there's always a cock in, in hand, in mouth, in body. I'm kind yeah. of excited to see what happens here and yeah. uh, how it works. We're going to do like a take a number system or, just, you know. Just bring them all. All at the same time, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Because you only have so many, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> parts. To play with them? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Also, I guess it depends on how comfortable everybody is near each other and whatnot. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. Well, we know the gentleman's going to be there, and yeah. he's pretty comfortable around everyone. So, <laughs> worst case scenario, you'll always have him, and you'll always have me. Uh, or maybe that's the best case scenario. Woo! So, yeah, we've got that. Next after that would be the in. Well, again, and if you're listening to this the day it comes out, uh, nine more days, and we have mm-hmm. the big podcast meet and greet party. But meet, meet the podcasters, and greet, meet and mingle, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be awesome. That's going to be uh, Kate from Swinging Down Under, and we've got Mr. and Mrs. H from the Bedhoppers down from the UK. Uh, we've got a slut coming over from New Zealand. Yes, New Simon. Zealand. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited to for all that. And then we've got uh, Naughty and Rocket coming over from Perth. They mm-hmm. are, uh, we're, I'm going to call them, in, they are Twitter famous. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we got Lola Lady coming in. It's a big. It's going to be a big uh, meet and greet of of yeah. of peoples that you've that you've either tweeted at or Instagrammed or or heard mm-hmm. on podcasts. Yeah, and it is going to be starting a little bit earlier than the normal our secret spot meet and mingle. So it'll be run a bit in conjunction, but we're going to start earlier. So we're probably around six thirty or so. That way we can finish up in time for the pendulum party, which starts at eight thirty. Yes. So the OSS meet and mingle will continue on until. Till the normal what 10 10 30 something like right. that but we're gonna go over to get pendulum started bright and early at 8 30 bright and early at 8 30 <laughs> <laughs> p.m bright yes, and early yes. at 8 30 p.m exactly uh yeah so pretty stoked for that uh, it's mm. pendulum 10 i'm i'm already trying to get in my head what yeah. i'm gonna wear um i don't know what that's gonna be yet i haven't even thought about any of this i have at least that's all I think about. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saturday, May 18th, we're going to be out in Perth along with Mr. and Mrs. H from the Bedhoppers. That's right. And Once again, Naughty and Rockets. And Swinging Out West. Yep. They're the, the podcast... Uh, and the Swinging Out West podcasters, they're going to be joining us. So if anybody would like to come out for some drinks and to meet all of us, send us a message and we will let you know where to go. Yeah, that that we're going to currently the bar is set at TBD, which yes. I think should be the name of a bar. If I owned a bar, I'd call it TBD. Like, oh, we're going to have drinks at TBD because we've yet to figure out where the hell we're going. Uh, as soon as we do, we'll let you know. So, yeah, it's Perth. It's not a huge city, so it no. should be pretty easy to find. <laughs> we're the ones laughing and being raucous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty pretty stoked for that. And yeah. then um, after that, we have a bit of a break. A little bit, yeah. yeah. We'll fill it in, I'm pretty sure. I'm but... sure, pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing that is set in stone yet until November 2nd to 9th, Swing Set Takes Desire. Yes. So we'll be back in Cancun, Mexico for that. And we do have a few couples from Australia going. Australia. And, um, yeah, it's going to be so, so much fun. I know that they are, what, around 65% booked? Yes, 69%, so, I think, now. Oh, 69%. That's yeah, amazing. I think they were all, they were all yeah. excited because they are like, we hit 69 <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, it is booking up. I know it sounds like it's far, far away, but it will book up. And yeah. So if you're interested, go ahead and 
contact jump on it yeah go ahead and contact our travel get in touch with the swing set crew get in touch with us we can put you in touch with all of yeah. them everything's on our web page so you can go there and find pretty it. excited yeah i'm really hoping i get to perform a wedding there uh-huh fingers crossed oh that's right yeah, yeah so there might be a couple that's oh, yeah. considering getting married there and uh-huh. i really want to be the one to officiate yeah so we'll see <laughs> i can do the whole dearly beloved thing yeah sure yeah and how many little inappropriate innuendos can you throw in? I will. If I find out that I can do it, I promise no less than 30. <laughs> I can I do it. I love it. That's great. Uh, yeah. So pretty excited for that. That's a, it's, a, it's going to be here before you know it. It's I know. A, it's like 187 days away. Not that anybody's counting or anything. <laughs> I count. I do count. So yeah, pretty pretty stoked for that. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. How you doing? Good, good. <laughs> what, are we do- what are we talking about tonight? So we're going to talk about some things that have been going on uh, and a little bit of some headspace things. Ooh, great. Back to the headspace yeah. stuff. Like, Concepts that podcast listeners are like, ooh, great. <laughs> Shocker. They're talking about Bradford's headspace. Yeah. I did want to start with Club V. So the last oh, yeah. Club V was April 18th. It was the Thursday of the long Easter weekend. Oh, by the way, if you're in the States, we get long weekends where we get both Easter Monday and Good Friday off. It's a four-day weekend. It's epic. It's epic. And then on depending on where Easter falls, this year it happened to fall right before or in the same week as Anzac Day. So April 25th, so we had like, I don't know, what, two days of work, a day off, and a day off. Or if you took those three days off, you ended up with a 10-day break. Yeah. So yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. I love this place. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so it was the Thursday of the Easter long weekend, and I was kind of curious to see how it was, because it was both a Thursday, which is, you know, typically a harder day to get people out on, Yes. and it was a long weekend, and so some people go away, it also means that some people come to Sydney, so wasn't really sure what the crowd would be like, how many people there would be. And we ended up, I thought, pretty good. It was not as big a crowd as the other ones have been, but it was, I think, somewhere in the mid to upper 30s as far as the number of women that came out. So that was pretty good. I think we've been around 60, 70. So, you know, a little more than half. But to me, that was a comfortable crowd where you could really kind of talk to and interact with everybody, or at least a large proportion of the people. There was play space because what i've found is that when it's only women we take up a lot more bed space than when there are men involved and so it was yeah a lot easier to find some spaces to play and that kind of thing that's always nice i mean it's always fun when the club is bubbly and full of people but it's also kind of nice when the club is comfortably full yeah and where you can find your own space and you can find areas to sit in and have a chat with somebody yeah yeah, it was really good. And there were a fair number of new people who had not been to a Club V before, so that was really exciting. Uh, met, a goodness, of at least a handful of people and talked to them for quite a while that were new and really interesting. And yeah, just had some really good chats and things with them. And I ended up playing first, though, with... Uh, there was a lady who's been to several other Club Vs, mm-hmm. There was another good friend of ours, 
Uh, well, I guess two two other friends of ours. And so we kind of, it started off with the three of us up in the, the playroom together. And then our, one of our friends, she came and joined up as well. So it ended up being kind of four of us in that little play session. And there were some others, we were up in the orgy room, and there were some others on basically the other side of the bed. And it's so funny because the orgy room has those two king-size beds. And as play happens, the beds kind of separate a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah, you get that canyon so, of love. In yeah, between. so it's always one of those, you know, just make sure you don't fall on the crack. And, and every now and again, you know, especially if you're done playing or whatever, you can just kind of shove them back together. And So anyway, but it was hilarious because the other group that was playing near us, it was some of our good friends as well. And one of the ladies was basically like, I own this crack. And she just laid right <laughs> across the middle and just kind of made sure that the beds didn't really separate or nobody fell on the crack. It was, it was really great. It was, um, it was good. And yeah, we played up there for quite a while and it was just, it was lovely. Cause especially when you get, you know, four or more people together, you do kind of have just lots of kissing and lots of making out and you can have like, you know, all these people it was fun when you have like three people on one person kind of thing so then it's like two people every get get a boob each and then somebody's down in between and yeah it's fun and then there's always <laughs> roaming hands and more people kissing above them and yeah it's really lovely so it was good it was a, it was a good crowd the, the saint andrew's cross got some time Ooh. there was uh one of the new girls actually she wanted to get on the cross and I'm going to say she can take a lot of pain. Wow. I don't know that, that her limits were reached. Wow. So, yeah, it was it was quite good. Cool. Um, yeah. And there was somebody else who gave really awesome massages. And it was basically like anybody who wants a massage, it can go somewhere or it doesn't have to. Come on up. Did you get one of those signs? Yes. <laughs> I can see you now. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to sign up for one of those. Well, she came up into the orgy room when we were all up there playing, and she announced the fact that she gives really great massages, and who wants a massage? And, like, everybody's hand went up. <laughs> like, um, that seems like a silly question, because we all do. Because <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes, we do. Mm. Yeah. It was It was a really, it, honestly, it was a really good night. Um, we had a performance by Adam Apple. I love Adam Apple. I know. I have such a crush on both Adam and and Adam's alter ego. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was actually. It was a very very good performance. So hopefully, if you we'll... don't follow the recidivist on Twitter, I'm sorry, Instagram, Instagram, mm-hmm. you definitely should. Uh, she has amazing. Yeah. Er, yeah. 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 Much ho- love. Hopefully, we'll get her back for another club V because she was really that was fun. She's yeah. one of my favorite performers. I mm-hmm. just love her. Yeah. Good crowd interaction. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And I still the funny thing. I remember one of the first performances I've ever seen. I ever saw her do. She was a werewolf, mm-hmm. and that performance was awesome yeah and then you start talking to her and she's this wonderful human being that's very funny and clever and pretty on the inside and pretty on the outside she's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and this was uh, so adam apple's the her drag king uh persona persona there we yeah. go i was like what what word am i looking for i can see you were like <laughs> grasping it weird yes yes um but yeah so it's her drag king persona and, and just so so good cool i love it yeah, yeah. awesome but yeah awesome, all awesome. in all i'd say it was a really good club v like i said That's it good. was not as many people as some of the others but it still i think went really well and people seemed to really have a good time and yeah 
And there was a few people from out of town. So there was, uh, I know as far away as Brisbane, Melbourne. Again, long weekend, you get people coming in for the holidays. So you catch some of those people. You may miss others who are leaving the city and going away. So it's a catch-22, trying to do it on the holiday weekend. But we thought we'd give it a go and see. And yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it was good. It was a good night because I flew in from Melbourne that night Mm -hmm. and came. I I missed you. You'd left already and I got home. And uh, I, I got home and it was like, I don't know. I think I walked into the door. It was like nine, <laughs> 9.15. I was like, I want a massage. And I didn't want to, I didn't want one of those like normal body rejuvenating massages. <laughs> I wanted one of those nasty, like dirty hand job, body to body massage. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, looking around, counting all my money. I'm like, yeah, I got enough cash. I can do this. So I'm getting ready to walk out of the apartment and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Where am I going to go? And I'm looking at these places, and most of the places were closed. And I'm the nice guy. I don't want to uh-huh. go to a place like 20, 30 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes before they close because right. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, and so I found the place here locally that was uh, open till midnight. I'm like, cool. So I'm literally, I've got my keys in my pocket. I'm opening the door to leave the apartment. And I thought, I saw my VR because I'd recently uh, purchased a Oculus Go. Mm. And I was like, well, I could go get a massage or I could just watch like a lot of VR porn. (laughs) And so basically I went back to the bedroom, stripped down, got some lube, got a cum rag, came back out to the living room, sat on the couch, butt ass naked, put the VR on. I was it like from outside of the VR, it Mm -hmm. was probably the saddest thing you've ever seen. (laughs) Like... It's like, here's this 40-year-old man sitting naked on the couch, like, just, like, not even a bit of an erection at that time. I'm just a 40-year-old man sitting on a couch. Um, and I've got the VR headset on, which makes it worse. I mean, it just, it does. Mm-hmm. Nobody looks attractive with a VR headset on. Nobody. And, you know, so I start watching the porn, and it was, again, I'm sure it was terrible. I did watch a massage. It was a great massage <laughs> that I watched. Uh, and, yeah, so I basically watched an hour and a half, an hour and a half of VR porn. That's awesome. It was great. You, you should have pulled out, like, the, the wand, so, like, the personal massager and massaged your back <laughs> while watching the massage one. Yeah, it wasn't a back <laughs> massage that, 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 that the person was getting. Well, that's the... not the fun part, no, but... <laughs> It started with with them on their back. Okay. Uh, yeah, so big fan of VR porn. Yeah. At some point, we need to do a full review of of that. But uh, yeah, it was um, it was a good experience. I was mm. much happier, and it was a lot less expensive because yeah. all the upfront cost of the Oculus. Well, was, you already had it. Yeah, so, yeah. Was invested. So <laughs> there you go. So you had a good night as well. Mm. Yeah. I was in bed by like eleven thirty, mm-hmm. and I read for a little while, and then I fell asleep. And you. Barely moved at all when I came in. I was dead to the world. That yeah. was the first <laughs> night. That was the second night in like four and a half weeks that I'd spent in my bed. So yeah. I was happy to be in my bed. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. So we both had a, had a lovely night. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> so some, see, sometimes you need to have time apart. Even though we'd already spent like a lot of time apart yeah. over the last few weeks. It was still fun though. Sure. It was good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess... Then, yeah, we had the Easter long weekend, which was really lovely because you had been gone so much that you were actually home. So we basically spent the whole weekend at home, just a mixture of doing house stuff that needed to be done and just relaxing and enjoying each other's company. And yeah, it was just nice to have you home again. It was nice to be home again. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so one thing we did talk about a few weeks back, we talked about your first trip to a sauna. Yes. So that's while I, while we were in Melbourne, uh-huh. and then you went home, and I was. We even talked about it. I was meant to go to Wet on Wellington on oh, Monday, that's right? Yes. Right. And then I was going to go for their swinger night, mm-hmm. and then I was going to go to. Uh, Bay City Sauna again on Tuesday night to see yeah. their their Tuesday night. And work just, I was covered up in drowning in work, so I ended up not going on Monday to wet, unfortunately. But uh, I did go to Bay City on Tuesday, took the tram all the way down there. Mm-hmm. If you're in Melbourne, you know that that tram is, like, I spent 45 minutes just standing on a moving tram. The, their trams are packed. But it was, you know, it dropped me off literally right in front of Bay City. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. And I got there at, I think the I think the whole party started at 7.30. And I was texting, um, if you remember, we had uh, M and Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, I texted M and, and told him that I would be there at 7.31. <laughs> and literally, I walked up those stairs at 7.31. And he That's goes, awesome. you're so early. I was like, dude, I just want to chit chat and be social, have a couple of drinks with you guys. I'm not here to play. It's going to be an early night. And so... Famous last words. I know, right? And so <laughs> I sat down uh, at, at the bar and talked to, to him and Q. And uh, they... It was very funny because both separately were like, why are you here so early? The party doesn't start until like 10 o'clock. And I was like, honestly, guys, at 10 o'clock, this ass is going to be going home. <laughs> like, I'm exhausted. I just wanted to come and be social and see you guys again and chit chat. And we we had some wonderful conversations about like party games and things and um, and and maybe getting by the by involved in one of their nights. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned, Melbourne. We may be down there yet. Uh, and... The the people, some folks started coming in, and, and I was chatting with anybody who came in. I was having a conversation with. But the long and short of it is I started talking to this beautiful drag queen and and then another another lady in drag. But, you know, there's a difference. There's, a, there's drag queens, mm-hmm. and then there are women in drag. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so... It was like both of them were wonderful human beings, just so funny. And they, she was cracking me up. Well, at one point, we started talking about somehow it came out that I'm a, I'm a bottom. And she goes, Oh, honey, you're useless to me. <laughs> the, that drag queen. But she was like, But you're pretty, so I'm going to continue talking to you. <laughs> That's, and, and for the record, all of my accents for her are going to sound like she's from New York because in my head, she was a uh, little Australian, little German, but. Yeah, in yeah. my head, she came out as if she was a New Yorker. Because that was the attitude that <laughs> right, she had. Right. And it was just so funny. She's like, you're useless to me. You're useless. She's like, but you're pretty. Let's perv on guys. <laughs> and so it was It was so much fun talking to them and, and laughing. And they were, yeah, very just wonderful people, easy to talk to. It ended up being a fun night. I, again, kept all of my clothes on. Uh, but it was a very fun night, even though... Even even though I was useless to both of these ladies, both of them, when I was getting ready to leave, were like, are you sure you're not going to stay and play? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, but thank you. So uh, it was a good night. And then uh, a few hours later, you know, I just, like I said, I packed up and I was like, I'm leaving. And, and M and Q were like, oh, boo. It, but the party's just starting. And it was starting to ramp up, I yeah. will say. But I, I'm just amazed at how... 
you know, the diversity of the people that go to the saunas when they do the the mixed gender nights, mm-hmm. it's impressive. Both age, race, gender. There's a lot of variety. Uh, there was That's at least good. That's exciting. there was at least three single women mm-hmm. there, unicorns, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was. Everybody was very nice, very friendly. If you tried to talk to somebody, they would talk to you. And I was feeling a little like at most of the night, I was a little more insular and not chatting with a lot of new people. Um, I didn't get an opportunity to say no to the drag queens. They wouldn't wouldn't say wouldn't let me say no. So, uh-huh. but it was fun. It was a lot of fun <laughs> chatting with them. That's awesome. I love it. It sounds yeah. like it was a good night. Just, it was. It especially was especially when you get such a diverse crowd. And, and you know, they could be such fun people watching absolutely and it's definitely one of those things that if if i were in melbourne again and had the opportunity to go i would go and M was telling me he's like you definitely need to come on a thursday night if you ever get an opportunity to be here on a thursday okay he's like it's even more i think he i think he was saying that on thursday nights it's more bi men mm. gay men mm-hmm. and then couples mm-hmm. uh so yeah it was it was good it was a good experience We'll, we'll see the next time yeah. I'm down. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. It's, it's funny. I may start not going to the subway anymore. Uh, I may end it up, you know, just going to, yeah, go down there and yeah, see what's happening. Which the yeah. next, the, I guess, the next night I ended up going to the subway sauna. Uh-huh. Uh, it was very it's like again. It was relatively quick. I just wanted to go walk around, see what was there. Uh, yeah, and it was funny. I did something that I very rarely do, which is. Uh, allow myself to get picked up by somebody who just wanted to just wanted to make just wanted to please me uh-huh. and typically I'm, I'm more of a oh let's let's play together mm-hmm. and he just wanted to like go to town on me and i was like all right cool and so <laughs> <laughs> this sounds easy this is easy i'm just gonna lay here <laughs> and that's basically what i did nice. and he was happy and i was happy and then i went home and went to bed that sounds like a win-win and i was even happier <laughs> so yeah yeah it was, it was an all right week. Uh, yeah. It was, it was not bad. Three saunas in four days. I was going to say, lots of sauna time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. And, and different saunas as well. So it's not like you're going back to the same one. Well, two different saunas. In, in, oh, that's true. That's true. Bay City we, we went to twice. Bay City yeah. on Saturday. And, Fair enough. Well, I guess three saunas in five days because that was Saturday night. And then Sunday, Monday, I didn't do anything. Tuesday and Wednesday, I did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So many saunas. So little time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about when you did get home. And you were saying that because you'd been traveling so much, you'd been away from your tribe, your people, you'd been away from your friends, you'd been away from home for a long time. Yes. And a relatively long time. And... You know, we have group chats and you can talk to people and that kind of thing. And, and there's little bits here and there, but it's not the same as really kind of going out, hanging out with people, going to the club, that type of thing. And so you came home and I think you, the word that you used, but I think is really good, but you said you felt disconnected mm-hmm. from the community and, and kind of from our circle a bit. And I think that was a good way to describe it. And I think that like Easter weekend, when you came back, that was right after you got back. And I think that was really good for us because we had a lot of reconnection time. Yeah. And that was really nice to to have that. And But at the same time, we didn't really go out. We didn't do a lot. We didn't get to the swingers club or anything like that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and, and and so I think we kind of, you've been kind of getting back into that a little bit more and more. Like uh, the first time back at the club for you was this past Friday night. We yeah, went to my first time in six weeks, I think. Yeah, and we went to the uniform night, mm-hmm. which was really great. We'll have to put up a picture of that because you had this this great uh, mm-hmm. camo mesh shorts and top that you'd gotten at Eagle Leather in your camo jacket, and it looked really good on you. Oh. It was very nice. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, that was your first time back at the club in, in a very long time. And I could tell going in that you weren't a hundred percent in the headspace for it. You were, you were a little hesitant yeah. and you were just kind of like, I want to go and I want to see Justin Lawrence and I want to hang out with people, but I could tell that you weren't a hundred percent. Do I really want to meet people, you know, play with other people? You just... I don't think you were quite feeling it going yeah. in, but yeah. you, that seemed to shift. I feel like pretty quickly once you got there. Yeah, it's funny because I still feel like I'm not a hundred percent back to me, which mm-hmm. is weird, uh, and it, it's hard to really kind of qualify and quantify. So I think anybody who knows our Twitter presence would say that in the past six weeks that presence has gone down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been a little more active on Instagram Mm -hmm. and a lot less. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Active on Twitter. And it's just, I think it's really hard to explain. It's just that um, the interactions that I was getting both on like Twitter and then through our group chats and whatnot mostly ended up making me feel more isolated, alone, and hollow. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think a lot of our friends you know, like in the group chats, we're very lucky. I'm very lucky in that the friends that we have tend to understand how I am. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 very I'm very particular in the way I communicate. Uh and I go from these moments of feast and famine where you either hear from me twenty times in an hour or you <laughs> don't hear from me in days. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly you. You are that constant like Three to five times a day. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Every day you can expect three to five bursts of, of, of Angela communication. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll read them and I want to respond. I just can't make myself do you it. You don't have the energy. I, yeah, it's, yeah. And I feel guilty over that. Uh, but again, I know like some of our closest f- friends in the community um, and the ones that like who are coming down for the podcast meet and mingle. And, and yeah. then are some of our substance tri- subsequent 
trips with them, you know, they know that once we're all together, I'll be me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's hard for me to do that digitally. Mm -hmm. And I think I saw a lot of things on Twitter that, again, it all felt empty. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it all felt like it's that... It's like a support of straws, if that makes sense. You know, it's ex- it's an extremely, I'm using air quotes here, supportive community. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't take much to break that down. It's not a, a, There's not a lot of weight and depth to a lot of it. And I don't mean, I'm not attacking anybody. No, and there's but, always exceptions. And there's sure. always exceptions, yeah. of course. But it just felt like, I, mm-hmm. I felt like everything was hollow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and it sure, it may just be my perception. But that sort of was weighing on me, and then the—it's just not seeing people consistently, yeah. and then dealing with family things and stuff like that, and all of it just kept heavier and heavier. And then when I got home, I still, like I said, I don't feel a hundred percent me yet. There are moments where definitely I'm one hundred percent me, but I can tell, like even the way I'm sleeping, I'm not sleeping the same that I was before I yeah. went went away. And it's really frustrating, and it's very difficult to to have this sort of mental issue where there is no issue, mm. uh, but you know it's not the same as it once was. Yeah, and I think for you, a lot of it is that you do, I'm going to say, need and crave that personal interaction and being close to people physically, touching them face-to-face, that you value a lot. Yeah. And just... Having been gone for travel, and it, it's because you were gone for weekends, and it's not like you were gone for the week, home for the weekend kind of thing, but you were just right. kind of gone consistently. And so I think not having that face-to-face time, not having that personal interaction, that's what really drew you out and kind of made you feel a bit more distant mm-hmm. from everything. And and I'm, and even just the little bit that you've been home and the little bit that we've gotten out, going to the club on Friday... Uh, spoiler, we had a date on Sunday afternoon as well. We may get to that. We'll see. But, uh, you know, seeing you in those instances, it was like you were kind of getting back to yourself again. And it was it was good to see that. And especially some of your interactions, like with Lawrence and Jess, and I know you really, really missed them. Yeah, yeah. And so just having that time again, even kind of brief and sparse as it may be here and there throughout the night, you know, I could see some of, like, your spark was coming back. And that it was really good to see that. But it is hard to rekindle that and keep it going after it's been dampened for a while. Well, it's interesting because, like, and you're right, It's I do feel like I'm on a dimmer switch. Mm-hmm. And it's just I'm not nearly as bright as I once was. And it's just like I hate that because mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh, this is, I don't feel like this is me, although I know it is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, but, yeah, and I can even see, like... Even when I had visited the bedhoppers in London, uh, I had not been away from home that long, but Mm -hmm. it had been, you know, a week and a half. And I was already sort of kind of withdrawing where I wasn't touching people as much, both for their protection, not to make them feel uncomfortable, and my protection, not to, you know, sexual harassment laws. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and it was very funny because Mr. H at one point looked at me and was like, I said something about that. And he was like, man, you can touch me. He goes, I'm straight, but we're, I'm a touchy guy too. So it's okay. It was like, all right, cool. You know, and so that helped a little. But then again, you know, you, when I was in the U.S. with family, it's just like that pressure of 
conformity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was that, I think that was that thing that sort of really dampened a lot, mm. uh, was, was, was that time in the States where you, where I really did feel like I had to, I don't know, tone myself down. Pull in, rein in. Rein in, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is rare for me because I am very much a, I'm not going to change for anybody. Mm-hmm. But without fuel, to, yeah. it's hard for me to be me. And I, that fuel, I, I think what I'm learning is it is that tribe. It's the people. And coming home and getting to spend you know some time with you and uh, the gentlemen yeah. over the long weekend, that was you know, like, that was Definitely exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. And I remember over the long weekend, at one point, we had the the guest couch pulled out. We had a bunch of friends stay with us one night. And after everybody left, it was you, the gentleman, and I. And he and I fell asleep on the floor, kind of cuddling each other. And I think you were on the couch either watching TV or I think we had YouTube videos, uh, which will be the the death of me for sure. But (laughs) I do love my YouTube. Uh, Yeah, and that, that was exactly what I needed. Yeah. It's just that that bit of quiet time, again, with your people, with your tribe. But everybody can just be themselves. There's no pressure. There's no expectation. Yeah. And I think that that makes a huge difference as well. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I'm still working on trying to be back to bubbly Bradford. But it's more slightly simmery Bradford right now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, your, your dimmer switch is getting brighter. Yeah. But, I feel it's funny because I, yeah. I can feel it's better. But at the same time, I know I don't feel I still don't feel like yeah. me. Yeah. Which is not what... Uh, that's frustrating. Mm. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impatient. <laughs> <laughs> but it does take time when you get back into things and kind of get back to normal life and whatever normal is. But, you know, to, to kind of get back into that and, and get out and, you know, we've, we're trying to be... Do our normal social thing and whatnot. Right. But it, again, it's just getting all the scheduling together. So, yeah. But it's interesting. It's interesting how something like that can have such a big impact. It is. And, you know, it, I'm still, I, you know, it's funny because I still think about it. I'm like, I'm surprised that it, 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 of course, things like this, I overthink it and it worries me. I'm like, oh, great. Is this a codependency? Uh, you know, I, I feel like I should be able to be me without anyone else around. But it is a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, being an only child, I think that, uh, that I am me with nobody else around, but that me is a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when I'm not with my group, I am very quiet, and I'm not the person that goes up to people and talks to them. I'm the person that is very happy going to a bar, sitting down with my laptop, and writing. Mm-hmm. And I'm being... It's interesting because I think the the writer is the great introverted extrovert. You know, you want people to read what you're creating, but at the same time, you're you're completely insular, yeah. And you're not going out there actively. So I am very much that. Like when I'm traveling, I'm very happy just to sit in a corner, mm-hmm. just keep me keep bringing me drinks, and and then I'll just sit in the corner and create. But with my group, I'm very much the the loud one, the the jokester, the yeah. the one that's constantly kind of poking prodding and 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 laughing Mm -hmm. Uh, but i'm not like that when i'm by myself which i think is really weird i think it's interesting yeah i can see it though yeah it makes sense does it 
Well, yes, because when you're by yourself, I mean, if you were like sitting in the corner with your laptop and doing the joking, laughing thing, that would seem a little kind of crazy. That's not what I meant, though. What it's <laughs> no, I know it's you you're mean. not actively going out trying to make new connections. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're but happy with not need, having any connections. But sometimes you need that downtime because if you're always on and and I guess that's you know the the line between extrovert and introvert and that spectrum is you know depends on where you are along there is is some. For some people, they can go out all the time and always be on, and it's no problem. And then for other people, you can do that for a while, but then you need downtime. You need to recharge a bit. And so it's, you know, where do you get that recharging from? Yeah. But I think that I typically when I'm with my group, I don't need that recharge time. It, yeah. Or it doesn't take as much time to right. recharge. Right. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the date on Sunday? Sure. It was great. <laughs> well, that was that. All right. Next. Done. <laughs> no, so this was actually a really good example of a couple that we had met at the club ages ago. Ages ago, we'd met them at the club and talked to them for quite a while the first night. And then it was a little while before we saw them again. And they were back and we talked to them more that night. We had some other friends that were at the club that night. So we were all kind of sitting around in a little group. And at some point, we went upstairs to go play and they came and joined us Mm -hmm. and they were still pretty new to things so we weren't really sure what their comfort level was right exactly where their comfort level was how much they wanted to do and so we're very cautious and you know trying to invite them and include them in but at the same time you don't want to push people too far or they inadvertently push themselves too far not knowing it until the next day when they look back so we were kind of cautious about that, but had really lovely time playing with them. And they're both really nice people, very lovely inside and out. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. So then afterwards, they messaged us. And this was months ago. Yeah. And so they messaged us afterwards. And they don't live too far from us. So we're like, oh, yeah, we should definitely meet up for drinks <laughs> and whatever. And life gets in the way. We couldn't meet up. Then all the travel started happening. We definitely couldn't meet up. and <laughs> it's, it's really hard for me to come down for drinks when I'm in Europe. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was it was one of those examples of somebody who fortunately was interested enough to be persistent because every now and again we'd get a message and just like, hey, are you still keen to meet up whenever we can? Knowing that it may not be like that week or whatever. And so we'd always message back and yes, definitely. Let's see if we can set up a time, you know, around this, that or whatever and and so we kind of just kept it going little by little, a message here and there. And finally, we were able to get schedules together to meet up on Sunday afternoon. And admittedly, being a Sunday afternoon, you and I, we weren't really sure. Is this going to be like a couple of hour thing? Right. Is it going to go into the evening? You, you never, you really never know. And especially with us. <laughs> I mean, look, it can be like two hours with four drinks and we're done it could be like a 12 hour like let's let's paint the town red yeah yes we weren't really sure going into it what to expect and we hadn't really discussed with them what their expectations were from it uh so i have no idea still haven't really asked them what that might have been so i don't know <laughs> and we didn't do that when we walked in it was just no. sort of like hey let's just chit chat and yeah. that's basically yeah yeah so yeah we met at a bar and, and had a few drinks and 
and chatted and talked to them. And then the, the bar started up some live music. So we went to a little bit quieter space so we could continue talking. Because while we really liked the live music, it, we were right in front of the speaker. So it was really loud. So yeah, we kind of moved back so we could continue talking and, and chatting. And we were all having such a good time. Then we went to dinner and <laughs> continued on then. Uh, being a school night, though, we did not go back and play. Mwah, mwah. Mwah, mwah. But there, hopefully, will be time in the future if they're keen. Um, yeah, I really hope they're keen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I'm I'm really glad it was a really lovely date, and I think it was good for us to have one on one time with the couple again, because it has been quite a while since we've we've really had that. I've really been on dates much at all, just with everything that's been happening. Yeah. So, and it's funny. I'm. It, I think it's fascinating how your mental your mental space will change as well on what you're looking for out of the lifestyle. So, like, mm-hmm. if you'd asked me eight months ago, I would have definitely definitely been like, I don't, I'd rather not do one on one dates with couples. I want to go to the club. Mm-hmm. Want to go to the club, the club, the club. And now I'm sort of like, I really love going to the club, but I actually would rather go on a one on one date mm-hmm. with a couple. And then see where it goes from there. Yeah. So I'm sure that will change again, and I'll go back to Club oh, Bradford. Yeah. But like yeah. right now, I'm in that like oh, I love going to the club. But what I want to do is is on a one on one connect uh, level connect. Right. And so maybe that goes back to the headspace thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I had a lot of fun just chit chatting and laughing and flirting on Sunday. Yeah. So that was that was good. It was. It was a lot of fun. So I, th- I think that was good for us to kind of get out and, and both have that one-on-one date and also to just to catch up with them again. And I'm really glad, again, that they were as patient as they were. So we'll have to not let it now be several more months before we meet up again. But that's okay. It won't be. We'll, yeah. We'll make it happen. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, it is interesting how you say that, you know, we've kind of gone through times where we really just want to go to the club all the time and then times where we want more personal dates and and i think it is a a headspace thing a schedule thing you know just kind of what's going on in life and and i think finding a balance between those is is kind of a a good thing to do and something we should probably work on (laughs) (laughs) it's also difficult it's hard to do that it's hard to find that balance because i know there were weeks that we would be at the club three nights in a row yeah you know and i loved it it was fine it was great and now it's the idea of going three nights in a row is sort of like, well, I would enjoy it, mm-hmm. but oof, that sounds like work, yeah. you know? Yeah. So again, I'm sure that will change. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the other big thing that we did over the last little bit was at uh, Cryolin. Oh, we yeah. We took a class on Saturday, and if you follow us on the Instagrams, we it was part of our story, and I think I posted one of the pictures to Twitter, or you did, uh, yeah, of the there's... final picture. Uh, but we took a class in drag makeup. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. So we went into it. It's one of those things, of course, we've talked about for a long time, and we finally just got it on the calendar, got it scheduled to do it, and we both wanted to do it because I th- I thought it would be interesting to learn how to do drag makeup just on its own is just really kind of fascinating and there's also a lot of techniques that we could use for different costume things that we do stage performances that type of thing and so that's kind of what we wanted to get out of it also i wanted to look pretty yes you and you did look very pretty i know i did (laughs) yeah it was uh 
it was six hours long. And yeah. honestly, I was like, we're going to have time to do it twice. Holy Wait. shit, there's a lot of steps. Yeah. I'm, I knew that... I know that when I see a drag queen, that they've put a lot of work into the oh, makeup. Clearly. And a lot of time. Clearly. That's very clear. Yes. But, like you said, there are so many steps... And I was taking notes and writing things down. And I guess at some point you do it enough that, you know, it becomes second nature. But holy crap, like starting out as a baby queen, how do you keep all the steps straight? <laughs> and how do you know what to do when? Uh, it's it's really, yeah, I will say. Yeah. Like, I, I took a lot of pictures along the mm-hmm. way. I didn't take notes because admittedly I knew you were taking notes. I was yeah. like, sweet, someone else is being responsible. Uh, and then we ended up spinning way too much money in makeup because uh, apparently we both think we're going to be drag queens. Um, Well, no, a lot of the stuff that we did get in makeup, actually, we have plans for costumes we're going to use it for. True, I know. Uh, But, yeah, it was was hard. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. But it was really good to learn as well, when you do fuck things up, how to correct it. And that you can correct it. Yes. Because there was a couple of times I was like, Fuck this, I'm just going to wash my face off and start again. Yeah. And you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Yeah. But you just keep layering and building and growing. And at some point, you have so much makeup on your forehead that you look like Worf from Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation. But that's all right. You can still do it. That's uh, okay. You can fix that. You can fix that. You can fix that. Just, we'll just buff that right out. Uh, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And um, so the class was done at Kryolan. And if you have ever seen the one of my favorite television shows ever, Face Off, which was a show on sci-fi where they did uh, competitive uh, special effects makeup. Yeah. It was sponsored by Kryolan. And what's funny is like one of the things you would win is $100,000 worth of Krylon makeup, which clearly is like, I don't know, a palette of eyebrow, of eyeshadow and <laughs> a couple of lipsticks and some brushes. That's all you got. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, and then you got to teach Krylon mm-hmm. classes. Well, the classes or Krylon uh, in Sydney is just off Oxford street mm-hmm. and like the heart of queen, <laughs> queen city. Uh, and the class was done by a drag queen named April Fools, mm-hmm. uh, who was adorable and, uh, yeah. So patient. So patient. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so he kept coming over because he wasn't in drag. He was doing his, his um, makeup on a uh, on a model. Yes. But he would come over and talk to everybody. And he mm-hmm. gave everybody, you know, so much time and, like, let me help you. And let's do this. Yeah. And, you know, don't worry about it. Or, oh, my God, that looks great. And Yeah, it was such a great way to learn. It was such a great experience mm-hmm. to, to do. That, honestly, if they did other classes, I think they do a beauty makeup class that I would love to do. I they think do a few other classes. So yeah. much fun to do, you know, to you know, either find somebody to go with that I could do the makeup on mm-hmm. or you, cause I think you should also try to do the makeup on yourself, mm-hmm. but we need another female that I can go and do beauty makeup on. So mm-hmm. if we have any volunteers, <laughs> pretty sure we can find someone. <laughs> uh, I think that'd be so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot. Um, and it was interesting to see the others in the class and who was there for what reasons. And because it's not all you know, people wanting to learn how to do drag makeup because they want to be a drag queen. There was really a a big variety of of reasons. And I mean, just like us, you know, we were there to both learn how to do drag makeup in and of itself, but also then to apply those principles to stage makeup 
and some of the things that that we do for costumes and things. And so, yeah, and some people were there to learn for beauty makeup techniques yep. and things as well. So, yeah, it was really good just to see the variety and, and interact with different people within the class. We definitely learned a lot. And I will say that while their makeup is expensive, it's also good quality because my skin did not break out at all from it. I know, right? Even though there's like five billion layers. Five billion <laughs> layers and basically glue stick in your eyebrows. I don't understand any of it, but yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to try it again. One of these, like one weekend, I want us just to like, let's see if we can make ourselves drag queens yeah. at home. Yeah. We'll make homegrown drag queens. That sounds awesome. And we'll get the gentleman over and make him. I was going to say, we'll make him a, a Make queen him a drag queen yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And looking at it, there was a few things that I thought, oh, I could use this for other yeah. other things. So really excited. Really looking forward to being able to use it like at uh, Desire. I was going to say, some of it will be at Desire. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, although I know it would, it's going to take a couple hours to put on and an hour to take off. I'm very tempted to go full drag mm-hmm. uh, for the Kings and Queens night. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if I... See if you make that commitment. You know, what I need to do is time myself at home and see how well, long it takes me. And if you practice, you'll get faster. Yeah, but so. I've, I've, I mean, and it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, according to April Fool's, my eyebrows have to be perfect. Yes. But, yeah. Yes. Well, they were. You, you they were hideous. Them. My eyebrows were hideous. They were at one point in time, but you corrected them and they got a lot better. It's because I kept layering. It's like, I look like Worf. <laughs> it really was. It was such a fun day. It was a long day, but it was fun. It was a long day. Yeah. I think we went from 11 six, till 2.30 without a break. Well, it's six hours, but then you only get like a 20 minute break. Yeah. So, yeah. It was great though. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well worth the money. It was expensive, but well worth the money. Yeah. And I can foresee us using it. Um, in the future. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I learned a lot that yeah. that'll be really helpful. So what we need to do is get really good at it. Mm-hmm. And then we can do YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how to do, how to do drag. Right. I don't foresee us doing that. I don't either, but it'd be <laughs> funny to try. <laughs> this is how you don't do it. <laughs> drag fail. Drag fail. <laughs> oh my God. Oops. Put my elbow in bubble wrap. Ooh, we're going to start making popping sounds. What's it called? The ASM, is it ASMR? What? The the new trend where... People are yelling at me now. I can hear them. Uh, where it's like you watch people do stuff or you listen to sounds and it's supposed to make you like really relaxed. And, and like one of them is listening to someone cut soap or something like that. And it's all these sounds like it's, it's a, almost the sound itself is tactile. Oh, okay. I think, is it ASMR? I have no idea. So I'm, I'm quickly going to the Google box and I'm searching for ASMR. See what Google box says. Uh, autonomous sensory meridian response. That's it. So experience characterized by a static like or tingling sensation on the skin, skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. So it's because you hear things and it makes you feel oh, all okay. tingly. Yeah. And it's like some great percentage of the population get this feeling from sounds. And I think one of them is like the crinkling. Yeah. And then we'll do the Yeah. It's really cool to watch the spikes. I think that's enough. 
Okay, fine. We don't need like 50 seconds of you popping bubbles. You know, there's there's somebody who's listening to this going, Shut up, Angela! We need 50 minutes of him! You know. Well, they can take the little snippet and loop it. Fine. <laughs> if you did take that snippet and loop it, please let us know. I need to know. I need to know I made you I can happy. Do it. I can do it for you. I can, if you want it. What if, what if, what if, what if like, I wonder if anybody has like an ASR, ASMR response to like masturbating sounds. Uh, or or maybe yoda Mm. (laughs) tingle your spine it will (laughs) you know why it's like yoda because he's on your back and he's like breathing down your neck and you're just like And that's what causes the tingle? Yeah, because you feel it down your neck because he's breathing down it. It's tingling all your little hairs. Okay, should we wrap this up? I think so. Because I can do other... I have like a million other sounds I can make if you want. I'm just saying. (laughs) I am am the Michael Winslow of this this podcast. All right. We'll make a catalog of them all, and then we'll just have one episode where we go through all these different sounds. Bradford plays with a beer can. Okay. Uh, yeah. So if you have, if you liked the ASMR portion of our <laughs> podcast, uh, please let us know. We'll we'll make it a constant thing. Uh, it'll be a challenge to find sexual ASMR things. You know, like you know, yeah, licking an eyeball. That okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, send us an email: theatomsoflove at gmail dot com, or you can message us on any of our social media accounts. That's Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, on all of those, we are at By the By Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash By the By. Is it By the By Podcast or is it just By the By? By the By Podcast. There you go. See, I don't even know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Angela is currently working on revamping our website. Uh, we, If you missed it on Patreon last week, I think, mm-hmm. we posted our threesome with the gentleman. Uh, you can ASMR your ass to that one and listen to it. It was that was pretty good. <laughs> listen to the buzzing sounds of us as we torture the gentleman with uh, a violet wand, neon wand. I said violet wand and meant neon wand with a neon wand. Um, I mean they're similar. You know, a little electricity on your balls. It's all right. So it's yeah, fun. it's fun. It's fine. It's I fine. Love it. It was no, great. I said fun. Well, you would love it. You don't have balls. <laughs> I know, but I love to do it to you. <laughs> So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then we made the sexy sounds. So, uh, yeah, send us a message. Let us know what you're thinking, and uh, we'll, we'll get back to you. We've yeah. got a lot of emails that we need to return. I know. So, I'm yeah. trying to get to those. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, hello. I didn't see you there. I'm Dylan Thomas, co-host of Life on the Swing Set, the podcast. Reshare our experiences in swinging, polyamory, and beyond. You're listening to a Swingset Network podcast at swingset.fm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.